Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, hello, Power Partners, and welcome to our party. This is the Star Style, be the star you are. Power Party brought to you to the airwaves from Be the Star You Are Charity. We're your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are always so happy to be with you to help you seed, stimulate, and support space for positive, meaningful conversations. And we hope to just catapult you to the stars. We don't want you just to wish upon a star, although that works sometimes too, <laughs> but to actually, to actually seek it and get there. So today, our miracle moment is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity that is preparing for the next event, which is the Pear and Wine Festival. You can find out more at btsya.org. And the miracle moment is from Mother Teresa. There is more hunger in the world for love and appreciation than for bread. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we're talking about today, we're going to be talking about leadership, how to be a great leader, how to instill leadership skills in young people, how to get them yourselves, as well as we are going to be talking about um, the uh, the gift of abundance. We're going to start a series now where we go to my award-winning book, the the, um, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference. And choose a few chapters uh, from week to week that I can kind of dive in because there's been a resurgence of interest in the book and it's very exciting that people would like me to read that. But right now, you're going to love what we're talking about. Heather's calling it Growing Hope. And what it's about is in 23 states in the District of Columbia, cannabis is legal for medical uses or some medical uses. And a majority of Americans now favor legalization for recreational use. So we're going to find out what all the new information is for the health benefits of 
pot and sometimes how marijuana could save lives. So, Heather, I love it, calling it Growing Hope. What is the, tell us what's behind it. Can marijuana really save lives? And is it maybe the panacea that we've all been looking for? <laughs> well, again, I, I am definitely someone who thinks it, is, it should be legalized, just as all things is that it should be regulated and, um, you know, made more aware of and have certain laws and restrictions, uh, you know, as, as things and, and potentially, you know, an age limits with it. Um, it is something, you know, fa- fairly new that's, you know, I guess finally coming to the forefront um, in our society uh, that, as you said, 23 states already legalize it for medical reasons, and slowly others, uh, other states are coming on board of just legalizing it. We were in uh, Oak- uh, Oakland. We were in Oregon uh, this past weekend, and um, I would have never even known because Colorado's gotten so much attention, I think, because they truly were the first state to legalize it for recreational. Um, and now I believe they it, Oregon became the third or fourth state, so uh, it's already legalized in Washington as well, Colorado, and now just this week, I'm not sure if it's happening today or, or oh, I believe July 1st, actually, so technically next week, um, it's being uh, legalized for uh, recreational use. So it's already legalized for uh, medical reasons, but now recreational as well. And the thing uh, with you mean, that, what do you mean that, uh, are you talking about legalized in Oregon for recreational use? Yes. Okay. So there was already uh, particular For medical things. use. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't even completely for medical use. Um, in, 19, in 1998, actually, um, and they, you, know, you can have a lot of it. <laughs> um, they passed a measurable ballot that, saying that you could have uh, 24 ounces of usable. And now that's, that's a lot. In, um, in California, it's just 8 ounces. And if you were to actually see what that looks like, 8 ounces would probably be the, about the size of a soccer ball. So imagine that. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You're allowed to legally have that as well as have 24 plants and six mature um, and 18 immature. And that's um, an interesting thing that usually comes with these particular laws uh, about people owning plants. Um, because some people then they can just grow for themselves or, you know, just to be growers or what may be. Um, I think the big thing is that forever, you know, that uh, marijuana is classified under, the way that it's classified is classified under the same thing uh, that heroin and might actually be in a, in a more intense category than things such as heroin and cocaine. Um, so that's why things are so punishable. But recently, um, there's been a lot of research why, you know, this medical thing and, and that people have been backing that the cannabis oils or the non-cannabinoids. So there's um, in cannabis, uh, you know, the marijuana that gets so much uh, discussion is, is THC. And the THC, um, what that is, trying to uh, pronounce cor- correctly say this, um, it's tetrahydrocannabinoil. You know what, cannabinoid, basically what I'm saying, it's a very high intense strand of cannabis that comes from this oil. But what they've discovered um, recently, and as we know that the receptors in the brain of how it reacts, um, and, and you know, I, I won't even say recently, what they've discovered, what, and more information that there's actually been uh, so enough amount of time now that, that so many people have come out saying uh, the benefits of this. Um, and one thing really in particular why um, it's sort of getting, you know, this surprisingly so 
sums up this growing hope kind of thing is that many people who um, would never themselves, you know, are not are not smokers or anything, have children who um, are suffering from very, um, you know, horrible situations and especially uh, things with epilepsy. And I watched this, um, this I think it was Dateline, and they were just kind of this big talk and how, you know, parents uh, have been, you know, moving across the country to get to a place that they that they don't have to be you know scared that they could be arrested for trying to get their kids medicine, and as we know in in, in America the most abused drugs are prescription drugs, the the things that are made out of uh, you know the various medications are the same things that have that are uh, for you know heroin cocaine uh, methamphetamines I mean that's why so many drugs their science name are you know methacota something. That's where you get the word meth. I mean, what's an in- highly intense thing? And we're putting these toxins and these chemicals. Um, then that for some people, you know, I mean, we, you see those commercials uh, when it says the side effects, and the side effects are oftentimes worse than worse. the original condition. No, it's like, I oh, know. it's going to cause like, diarrhea I, of the eyes. And, right. you know, these, <laughs> it, it these horrible things. And the people exactly. always say at the end, you know, I finally feel like myself again. Um, and you and wonder what, what they, they found, have, what I, it was just amazing. There's um, how this sort of really became this big thing that, that law, uh, laws were passed was there was a young girl that was um, suffering uh, from these seizures, and she was having about 200 seizures a day. And, I mean, it's just so sad when you would hear these parents talk about, um, talk about you know, one mom was saying, you know, I, that at that point, you know, doctors can't really do anything and there'd be times that, you know, her daughter would be having a seizure and she, you know, she was crying and she said that and she was like, I almost wish sometimes that she would die. Like, I would see her and because it's just, it's so painful to watch your child struggle um, that you wish, you know, you wish you could take that pain away from her. And so, you know, as as, if, as you know, like all moms, they you really try to um, find, you know, there's got, you know, when people tell you, you know, basically you should go home and just let your kid die. Um, you know, she just decided that there's got to be more no, out there. And all these, you know, mommy yeah. blogs things. And people that, you know, have these uh, little connections, you know, moms that have children that are suffering from different things that, you know, trying to share their ideas and things that work. And she became aware of this cannabis oil. Um, but, of course, in her state it was illegal. It was this big thing. And I think her husband was in the military. So long story short, move across country, do this, that now her daughter hasn't had one in over three years. And, and they believe it at all. Wow. It was almost different. And the thing is that the small, the small amount, like, kids are not getting high on it. I mean, it's just like, you know, when you give a kid cough syrup, and the, the way that their body's reacting to it. And there's this one, uh, one in particular that they call Charlotte's Web, and it was based the, that uh, these first growers of it, um, this young girl who was named Charlotte, though it was very helpful for her, she still, in the end, um, ended up passing away, but they've, they've named it after her. And, um, and all these, you know, also, too, that's a, a big thing, these laws. They've uh, decriminalized certain things. So many, uh, many countries, and, and including California, I don't know why it's still not 100% legal, that we do have uh, medical uh, things, and hopefully that will change um, within the next couple of years, but that people could be, you know, put in federal prison, you know, for trying to get their kids medicine, medicine that, you know, comes, again, that hippie thing, you know, comes from the dirt, dirt don't hurt, but that it's so much safer than all these horrible chemicals that were created in a lab being put in. And, um, and now, and Heather, actually, I mean, my know, goodness, the science. Do you know, besides having, you know, just besides smoking it, have they come up with any pills that you can just swallow it, you know, as opposed to having to uh, smoke yes, it? Yes and no. So because 
um, you know, it's not going to be put into, you know, a, a regular looking like an Advil thing, but they have ways of basically, you know, cooking and powdering down um, the, the, the cannabis and the, the THC pills one. So the only, oh, and, and, and that they can make these oils. So there's different things you can take, um, different parts of the plants and the way uh, that you prepare it. You can, you know, either, you know, as people know, they can smoke it. Um, or very scientifically that they can uh, turn it into these oils or burn it down into this fine uh, powder that then they put in these capsules that people can take. And, you know, there's... Uh, yeah, that, sounds, that would sound good. There's, yeah, there's hundreds. And, and, and another thing, too, is, um, you know, some people, again, I'm all for, you know, I want to say the, the medical things, but I also feel it's, it's one thing, there's been no known evidence of um, anyone ever drug overdosing on it um, or any death related with it. There's known actual things. Again, people need to be responsible with it that I think it can impair your driving, and I think that's something that needs to be, you know, just as with alcohol. I mean, think of how many millions of people are killed every year from alcohol-related things. Alcohol is actually the the most addictive uh, and dangerous drug that they've talked with, you know, doctors saying that saying, I would rather have my kids smoking weed than, than ever drinking alcohol of what it does to their body, what their impairment, and just overall the effects of things. Um, with marijuana, it seems the biggest thing is that uh, sometimes, and because there are so many different strands and uh, so many different things, you know, people, if they're coming with a particular ail- ailment, uh, you know, maybe it's, you know, a, a certain pain or, you know, they, they have these seizures um, or maybe it's uh, insomnia. There's various things, um, very different strands and very different levels of, of the THC, of the cannabis oils. So it affects people differently. Some um, marijuana has uh, sort of euphoric and people kind of feel more ener- you know, energized. Some it's going to make people really relaxed, calm, almost kind of cloudy to take away pain. Um, a lot of times uh, cancer uh, patients, why it's been so helpful for them with particular strands is a lot of them I was going to say they're on these pretty intense serious drugs and um, when you know if you've ever known anyone going through chemo that you're just sick all the time you have no appetite Um, it's pretty you know you're just in a lot of pain and you you just especially you know food is your your nourishment and because you're just so sick all the time you're you're, you know you're so nauseous from all these medications people don't have um, appetites and a lot of times things that can increase um, and worsen their ailments they have is not getting proper nutrition. So certain ones that they have, you know, actually have, um, you know, can increase your appetite. And other things, some people, you know, maybe they're getting treated for lung cancer or they don't, again, thing, they don't want their child to be smoking. You can ingest it. You, that you can have it, um, you know, as some kind as a food, as a candy, as a tea. There's so many various uh, ways it can be ingested. It doesn't have to just be smoked. Um, I personally, you know, I, again, I think, I think this is something, uh, long overdue. I think our, our country, I think we were, we're kind of have it backwards with the certain things. And at one point in time, it was actually legalized, um, I think over a hundred years ago. Um, and also, uh, not only just, you know, the health benefits wise of it, I think it's ridiculous that it's categorized as such a high level drug, um, Excuse me. It's just the amount of income for the state. You think of drug wars and the right. drug traffic. Right. I was going to say the just the taxes things. alone that would help As our state completely. It's because for this, basically, you know, the cash only business. So people are right. paying for it. 
Um, that not only that uh, Colorado is almost absolved its entire state de- debt, and California. I mean, I'm just again. I keep reiterating back to California because we're calling from there, and um, you know that's where our radio show is based out of. But uh, California, the things that this could do with it, I, I've always kind of get these very uh, uh, you know theories about why you know it just doesn't seem you know why the government would be against this. This would you know help with so much of these drug wars. Well, as going you say, on. there's been so much research now on the benefits that um, that marijuana has. I know that when my dad was really really sick with a very rare cancer and was in tons of pain. Um, I had said that to him is because there was, you know, there was a research that the mayor, I said, you know, if you need that, I'll get it. He was not, he wasn't interested in doing that. But uh, I think that you, you shouldn't have to go underground to help somebody, you know, and I think that it, I agree with you as far as legalization. It's definitely much less toxic probably than any alcohol, <laughs> And uh, I don't know what... That's exactly what they say. I think the big fear currently is that use, that people think, oh, my God, because that's usually when people experiment and people think, well, now everyone's just going to become druggies. And so far, you know, that hasn't really been the case. Well, but, you know, when you talk about youth, I think youth are going to experiment no matter what. I don't care what it is. And I think that if it is um, illegal... They're going to experiment even more because I, anything that is, uh, you know, against the law or is forbidden, it's that forbidden fruit. And it's so, you know, exactly. they want to test it. I, exactly. I think by legalizing it to it, you know, it sort of um, demystifies it. It takes away this, ooh, what is this? It's basically, exactly. you know, because it's right. it's not, it be... It's not going to be so cool anymore. And, and, and it feels like a, a, a card, you know, something we could take from Europe that for the most part many... Uh, in Europe, there either is no drinking law or they say 16, 18, but they have a much, much lower risk of, of addiction, of accident, all these things because it's been culturalized into them that they, as young kids, they drink wine with their, their parents. It's not something that when they're 14, you know, they're stealing the, the booze for the alcohol. We have these very... Um, I I think sort of backwards based on these, you know, religious purity I think it's puritanical is the word you're hunting for. We have a puritanical culture. Exactly. And and see where that's gotten is our country. I mean, think again of how many people the tourist the tourism that goes through uh, to Amsterdam and they actually have universities. I mean very um, intense. There is a there's an incredible science behind it. Uh, that and now and that's becoming, uh, I have to say, I want to say a more popular major, but actually a very prestige sort of a career. These people, these botanists, these engineers, basically, um, that are making, you know, that are able to sort of dissect these plants to uh, make these certain medicines, the food, to find out just more and more information about it. Um, again, and, and having something that's very plentiful that we can grow, it's organic. Um, even in these lab-created ones where they're more of just doing the testing, trying to find, you know, these uh, oh, clinical trials and things to see if, what, if there really is, um, you know, evidence based behind it. And they have, they've found that it's true. And especially with people, you know, just kind of getting to the, the medical side again, these people that um, are terminally ill, you know, that AIDS, things that they have no appetite, they're in pain, this is an alleviation thing. It's helping them with their appetite. It's helping them with their pain. And it's not worsening. It's not creating any kind of bad combination with all these various drugs that's going on. So, Heather, um, is there any? I, so, there's the 23 states that have already legalized it. 
Um, do you know what the what is happening with California? I mean, are we getting closer to it? Are we still totally against it? Uh, do you have you any know, updates on that? I, not, I mean, well, California, so California actually, um, and, you know, there's always jokes. People always say, you know, California, I think because, you know, we, we are we are one of the, we are the West Coast. We are one of the hippie states, you know, good old berserkly. Um, and people always talk about the the weed, the cannabis, the marijuana that from California. I mean, you hear all those rap songs, all those things, talking about how we have the best stuff around. Um, so, again, it's one of those things I think, wow, we have a treasure chest and they are not uh, profiting on this. And right now with these private ones, though these people are making a lot of money, it's not exactly, you know, it's helping the state, but not in the amount that it could. Um, with California, so in 1996, uh, Proposition 215, and again, all these proposition things that, you know, allowed it so that people, that you could have eight ounces um, and uh, various amounts of, of plants, but with that, you have to have a medical card. This, if, uh, if I was to be pulled over, if they were coming, if a police was coming to my house, if I was just to have it, even though there are laws saying you, ha- you can have it, you ha- it's basically like driving your, your car without a license. You have to have a license for it currently. But isn't um, it really easy to get those? I mean, I've met, for, I've yeah, met so many people who easy. said that, that they just went to a doctor I mean, and got a medical prescription. Yeah, it's it's pretty. I mean, and there's doctors too um, that they just specialize in it. That you know, it's that that's what they do. That that's how they make their money. It costs less than a hundred dollars. You walk in, you give them some info, and they give you a card. Okay. And with the card, you know, there is an, and usually with these um, with these doctors who are are uh, you know board certified, all this thing that are legit doctors, and this if this things that they are this paperwork that they're giving you. It is a legal document. Um, they're giving you something that won um, just for your purchasing power, but also basically a card uh, that allows you, if you were to be carrying it while driving, um, again, it's all kind of you know, up to uh, police officer's discretion, but, but because you legally have this card, it's saying that, um, that you're allowed to legally transport it. Of course, you're not able, you know, you're never allowed to sell it, you know, to anyone else. It just has to be purchased within the club, sort of like, you know, if you were to buy alcohol at a, at a store, you have to have your license, and it's illegal to sell it to minors or to sell it to someone else um, or provide it, you know, for someone else, that kind of thing. Um, you can't, you know, you can't, there's open container laws. You can't be, you right. can't be drinking in your car. You can't be smoking in your car. So, I mean, there are these things. Like, there'll be uh, laws. I mean, once, it's, once it does get legalized, there'll be parameters around it. But I just find it very interesting that California, as you say, is being the hippy-dippy West Coast state mm-hmm. that everybody looks at as being so forward-thinking and, you know, so uh, kind of renaissance that we have not legalized it yet. It's very interesting that we're behind on that. Well, this is a fascinating segment. We're at the end of our time. And so why don't you just wrap it up, whatever you'd like to everyone to know. Yeah, most of them, I think, you know, people out there that may be the naysayers and thinking, you know, the time old thing about marijuana, reefer madness, is just do a little research that there are um, many, uh, org. there's even a, a, um, a website, and that's kind of a plug for it. If you want to, if you want to hear non-biased, just, uh, information, there's a thing called medical marijuana, um, dot procon dot org. So, um, it's an organization one, dot procon, meaning that they're showing both sides that, you know, one doctor saying this, and that, and it, it also discusses all the current, uh, 
laws and uh, bylaws and, you know, new reforms throughout each state, um, as well as testimonials and different stories. I think there's just a lot of information that's out there, and it would be really surprising to people to find out that there is a huge backing um, behind it uh, for medical ways. Why? And I think, too, you know, if they're finding such a, a great and non Invasive um, drug that I think it you know, should be allowed legalized well um, for recreational use as well. I think that the whole thing is, as with everything that we regulate, um, that you know that people are aware of their limits and you know taking care of themselves and you know, not going too far with it. So right again, there's so well, much I remember when I was in there. Amsterdam a, a couple years ago. You know, there were all of these cafes, and they're just marijuana cafes. And you go in, and just like you would go to a coffee cafe, a coffee house, you know, they're just pot cafes. And they have, like, a a menu, and you can actually order anything you want uh, on the menu. And and people just go in and chat, and that's what they do, you know. <laughs> so yeah. it's an interesting, it's, but, I mean, it's all very responsible, and, all of that. So I imagine there's probably precedents exactly, out there. Yeah, yeah, as you said, these have been going on for, I feel, Europe with certain things. So, you know, America, we are the greatest. Let's admit that. But there okay, are right. <laughs> yes. Things that are uh, just a little backwards that we need to take props from them. Right, right. We can always learn. We can always learn. Well, this was fascinating. I really like uh, hearing about that. And I know with my back killing me right now, if there was a, a pill I could pop that would... Um, not make me crazy or tired yeah. or anything and let take the pain away, that would be really good. <laughs> I would like that. Uh, anyway, well, let, give out the websites. Most definitely. Uh, for more information on all of our wonderful shows, we want you to go to BeTheStarYouAre.org as well as BeTheStarYouAre.com. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk about how everyone is a leader and has an opportunity every day through their actions and behaviors to model leadership qualities. So if you would like to learn how to be more successful and increase your leadership potential, just don't go away. Keep it right here. Turn the volume up. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. And we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. Be back in a bit. The star you are. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. 
Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a light that shines. Well, I am Cynthia Bryan, and I'm always happy that you stayed with me here on Star Style. Be the star you are, where we do shoot for the stars. We keep it upbeat and we keep it optimistic. Well, I have been doing a a really big design project lately, and it's actually been uh, quite entertaining and fun. And what I like most is working with all the different vendors because uh, everyone is just so nice, and we just have such a good time. And then the finished product turns out great. But uh, getting back to what Heather was talking about with marijuana, you want to pick up a copy of Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul We have a really funny story in there about a couple who um, planted this beautiful plant in their front yard and it grew and it grew and it never blossomed and the wife was always upset because the plant didn't bloom and she wanted flowers, but she did love the leaves. And uh, one day, and her husband had just found this plant on the side of the road, I guess when he was walking, and so he brought it home. And so her husband was gone one day and these people were in their 80s. And the police came to her door and uh, asked for her husband, and she couldn't find. She just said, "Well, he's gone. I, I don't really know where he is." And uh, they they took the couple in uh, for growing marijuana, and of course, the, you know, they had no idea that's what they were growing. But it's a really funny story how her husband planted pot in the front yard and almost got the two of them arrested in their mid eighties for being you know, for being pot growers. <laughs> and I remember when we got that story, we had a great chuckle because it is pretty funny, you know, to think that you plant something, you don't know where it is, and you want it to bloom, and, you know, it doesn't. So getting to leaders, you know, everyone, as I said, is a leader, and the world needs leaders. You know, they need leaders who are going to use their influence at the right times for the right reasons. They need leaders who are going to take greater share of the blame and take a little smaller share of the credit. We need leaders who lead themselves successfully before attempting to lead others. And we need leaders to continue to search for the best answer, not the familiar one, not, you know, doing things right the first time, not taking just the easy way out. And we need leaders who add value to the people and organizations they lead and who work for the benefit of others, and not just for personal gain. And that's a real quality of a leader, is it is for everybody else. And leaders who handle themselves with their heads and handle others with their hearts. And we need leaders who know the way, go the way, and show the way, who inspire and motivate rather than intimidate and manipulate, who live with people to know their problems, and they help to solve them who realize that their dispositions are more important than their positions, who mold opinions instead of following opinion polls, 
who understand that an institution is the reflection of their character and who never place themselves above others except in carrying responsibility. And we need leaders who will be as honest in small things as in great things and who will discipline themselves so they not be disciplined by others. And when they encounter setbacks, they turn them into comebacks. And most of all, leaders will follow a moral compass that points in the right direction regardless of the trends. And you might remember a few weeks ago, I interviewed Dr. Steve Omohundro, who is a leading scientist in artificial intelligence. And this is one of the big conundrums that's happening with all these ETs and and, uh, super artificial intelligence computers that they're building is how do they create a moral compass for these computers? That is the one thing that humans have, but machines don't. And we can only program them in a certain way. So that is um, that really is what is important for uh, being a leader and what the world needs in leaderships. But now how could you take advantage of leadership opportunities and how will that increase your visibility in a positive way? Because even if you don't hold a titled leadership position, you do have opportunities every day through your actions and behavior to model leadership qualities. And what being a leader simply means is you are willing to teach and support others to be a positive role model, and you're ready to serve as well as lead when necessary and appropriate. Now, effective leaders are found at every single level in an organization. And here are some of the top qualities leaders possess. First of all, leaders are trustworthy and they act with integrity. In today's business environment where teamwork is crucial, there is no doubt that all people must be able to be trusted, and especially if you're an employee. So a leader will build trust with customers and with coworkers, and they will act with integrity. And they make sure that their words and actions are congruent. Because if they're not congruent, then it's not going to work. So we have to be, we have to be careful about that, uh, that, you know, we walk our talk. Now, leaders will make sure that, that um, you're walking your talk, not just when it's convenient, but all the time. In other words, I don't want to say you're not letting your guard down. It's that you really are the person you say you are. I, that's why I coined be the star you are. I really believe that we have to be the star we are. And as a leader, you have to be the leader. And a leader is a leader all times. Now, leaders are high achievers and they strive for excellence. Leaders keep working to be the best they can be. And they stay focused on their goals, but they'll keep things in perspective and realize that there is always room for improvement. Leaders continually strive to learn more about themselves and to learn more about their jobs. They integrate excellence into every task. And a good leader must have a strong desire to be the best by providing outstanding customer service, working hard to create an excellent, cohesive, and productive workforce. And even if you don't exceed at the task, a leader will keep working at it. So it's that, you know, Churchill slogan of never, ever give up. Now, It's important for leaders to make others feel important and valued. Leaders value the worth of other people. They value their opinions. And they take the time to let them know that they are important. They take the time to pay someone a compliment. 
and they keep their criticisms, complaints, and negative comments short and sweet. And they'll also make their co-workers and customers feel better about themselves and recognize their own importance by asking questions, by listening, and by tuning in to whatever is needed. Now, in your personal leadership role, you want to ask yourself how generous are you with positive words and actions. I've known one too many people who think being a leader is to tear somebody else down and to boost themselves up. That is not leadership. Are you committed to helping others feel better about themselves by showing people their strengths and expressing gratitude for who they are and what they've accomplished? You're going to boost confidence. Do you value people and their ideas? Are you really listening when people talk to you? Or you do or do you already have an agenda in your head and you're already thinking about what you're going to say next or how you're going to respond? Remember, to show people that you value them, you really do have to be be quiet and calm and listen with both ears and then respond accordingly. Now, we leaders are willing to serve others. And I want to emphasize that word serve because a good leader believes in service to others. Now, it might sound contradictory, right? Because you think of words like cooperate, help, work collectively, and share because that more accurately reflects the nature of service to others. And organizations need employees who are willing to help each other and not whine and complain and say, that's not my job. The future, though, demands that people learn new skills outside their area of expertise and use them to support other team members, even when it is not their job. So leaders will support their coworkers when it counts, not just when it's convenient. So you can be a leader just in your little band of coworkers by helping them to help themselves. Leaders are relationship builders. Now, an effective leader knows how to build a good relationship so that individuals care more about the good of the entire team rather than just about themselves or their own personal glory. In the workplace, employers need employees who can run with the ball by themselves when necessary as well as build and maintain a good team relationship. And equally important are the good relationships, you know, with uh, clients, customers, the general public. And good leaders will understand that importance of building that good relationship with their colleagues. Now, I think a great example was the recent Warriors, um, the Warriors basketball team that just won the national championship. I, when I watched it, I was so uh, appreciative and enthralled how it didn't matter who uh, a media person spoke to. Everybody supported one another, and everyone was generous with their comments about their teammates and about other players. And each individual seemed genuinely happy when not only that their team won, but that certain individual players were recognized. Because the whole is greater than just the piece by itself. And that seems to be something that the coach brought to this team so that they really played as one. And I I am going to be looking at the Warriors and how they base their leadership skills to see what I can do to improve my leadership um, potential because we all have better potential. Now, the next thing is that leaders communicate effectively. A good leader, whether it's a CEO, a manager, or a human resource director, an employer, or an employee, 
must be able to state what they need, what they want, or what they prefer with confidence and in a manner that is clear, honest, and forthright. Good leaders must go even further. They must be able to interpret the needs, the wants, and the preferences of their colleagues and their customers to create a cooperative and successful work environment. Effective communication is what's essential. It's, it's the cement that binds an organization together. Uh, communication is the foundation upon which everything and every successful endeavor Every successful team, every good relationship is built. It's all about communication. So it is no accident that employees who can communicate effectively and assertively soon find themselves in leadership roles. And while leadership may come naturally for some, for others, developing strong leadership skills might take a little more thought, more patience, and some hard work. But it's really worth the effort because these skills are going to benefit you all of your personal and your professional life because you really want these kind of great relationships and leadership skills are life skills. And when you need any help with learning how to present yourself or how to communicate better, it always helps to possibly get a coach. And if you're interested in any empowerment coaching through Star Style Productions, you can email Cynthia at star-style.com or go to the website, star-style.com, or you can call our offices, 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-7827. And I'm going to just end with 10 traits of successful leaders, because these are 10 traits that are exhibited by successful leaders in almost every field. And if you watch for them, and uh, observe and listen, you're going to see that this is true. Leaders observe with application. They observe and they absorb. They look at everything as if it was the first and the last time they're ever going to see it. They know how to listen and really listen because successful leaders want to hear. Leaders take copious notes. They capture ideas as their senses respond to them. They welcome ideas and they urge others to bring their best thinking on the subject. They're open, responsive, sensitive, aware, and encouraging. Leaders value time highly, and they use it skillfully. Leaders set regular goals. They expend their energies towards devising ways to reach those goals. Leaders try to understand first. Then and only then will they move on, will they judge, or will they make a statement. Leaders always anticipate achievement, and they build on their strengths. Leaders know how to ask clear courteous, and incisive questions. Questions are the creative acts of intelligence. And finally, the tenth trait is leaders know how to organize their approach to challenges and how to focus their total mind power on the relevant. So again, when if you are a leader, just remember that everything that happens to us in life is a blessing as well as a lesson as long as we grow from it And we can turn our setbacks into comebacks and jump a little bit higher because there is a solution to every challenge. We just have to find a way. And my favorite quote is by Hannibal who said, if there's not a road, we'll build one. And that's what leaders do. We build a road. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. I'm coming to you live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Don't go away. We've got a business bite about becoming a born leader. And then we're going to do the introduction to the 99 gifts. 
of Be The Star You Are and get to the gift of abundance. Stay right with me. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. You often hear that someone is a born leader, but leadership is earned. It's not something you were born with or a title that comes with a job. Leadership doesn't just happen. It's learned. To become a leader, you need to develop essential traits. A few of the characteristics of leaders include uncompromising integrity and his desire to always do the right thing. Energy enthusiasm as well as a love for the work at hand are necessary. Leaders must be goal-oriented and have the courage to work to make those goals a reality. Leaders surround themselves with smart people and encourage the people under their care. And leaders never stop learning because they know that learning transforms to earning. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For information on booking a coaching or consultation session, call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-7827. Or visit star-style.com. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be The Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you and jumpstart your dreams with positive, life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, hosted by the passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Find all you need in a light that shines. Well, thank you so much for staying with us here at Star Style, Be the Star You Are, coming to you live from Voice America the Empowerment Channel, and Heather and I are very thrilled. We have done more than 500 episodes right here on Voice America. That's a lot of talking. <laughs> I think that um, that we've hopefully we have uh, introduced you to lots of interesting thoughts. Well, recently, uh, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference, which I call my heart book. It was an award-winning uh, book, and it really is the premise of pretty much everything we're doing, not only here on the radio, but in Be The Star You Are charity. Uh, there's been lots of people interested in liking the stories and asking if I would start uh, talking about it a little bit more here on um, Star Style. So today I'm going to do an introduction to the 99 gifts, and then we'll get to the gift of abundance, and hopefully you'll find that some of these are helpful to you. When you want to buy the book, 
you can still get an autographed copy and a, and a first edition from StarStyleRadio.com. You will not be able to get those first editions if you buy it anywhere else. So you'll have to buy it directly from us, okay? And uh, when you do that, by the way, it's a tax write-off as a charitable donation. All the money goes to Be The Star You Are charity. So you were not created equal and you wouldn't want to be. You're something far better than equal. You are unique. No one has ever walked the earth with your exact combination of inborn and acquired strengths, weaknesses, skills, foibles, talents, frailties, and experiences. The synergy of all these forces it what makes you strictly one of a kind and original. And this mixture is the source of your power. It's providing all the raw materials you need to become a star. Now, what I want to do with Be The Star You Are and here on the show is challenge you to become that star that I know you already are. Now, the book, Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference, it won't promise you that living the life you've always dreamed of is easy, but it's going to make you aware of the gifts that you now possess. In fact, you know, doing that is hard work. But the book is chock full of the possibilities already within your grasp, offered to you in the form of personal anecdotes, useful tips, and stimulating exercises. So you could use Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference as your personal roadmap. Now, some of the stories and commentary are unexpected. Some are out of the ordinary, and they're all definitely pretty different. When you do the accompanying exercises, you can use your imagination, and hopefully you'll open your heart and your mind and express yourself. My purpose is to expose you to the myriad ways you can become your very best self while discovering and enjoying your star power. I provide the guidance, you provide the guts, and together we'll discover the gifts. So my own experiences have given me the skills to help you discover and focus your distinctive abilities. Personally, and most of you already know this, I am a woman, wife, mother, Lover, animal aficionado, world traveler, master gardener, and chief cook and bottle washer. Professionally, I've been in the entertainment industry as an actor, model, producer, writer, director, casting director, consultant, coach, and mother of children working in show business for well over three decades. And I also host uh, the two national cable television series, Star Style Live Your Dreams, which was about following your heart and pursuing your passion. And the business of show business, how to get going and stay going and acting and modeling while avoiding the scams, as well as the two radio shows, hopefully that you're listening to both. This one, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and the teen show, Express Yourself. Now, I created these uh, shows because I feel it's important to provide role models and help people live a more meaningful business and personal life. Coaching kids and acting is another one of my specialties. My aim has always been to encourage, inspire, and motivate, and to protect these imaginative young beings that are placed in my care because their innate spontaneity and sense of self-worth, it just constantly amazes me and impresses me. And if only we could find the way to keep this energy as adults, I thought, you know, this would be incredible thing. And so I started devising ways for adults in my acting classes, who were my students, to regain their vital exuberance. Now, what does acting have to do with everyday life? I say everything, because acting reflects life, and life is reflected in acting. The same techniques and exercises 
that I use to teach acting and self-esteem are useful for almost anyone in any situation. My background and training are in acting, but my life experiences are what make me an authority to write about identifying and developing your star qualities. Yes, you're going to make mistakes. I have made many mistakes. I've injured failures. I've suffered rejections. But every time I fell down, I get back up. I learn my lesson, and I transform that lesson into a gift. And these gifts can help you increase your joy, your peace, your love, your harmony, and your success in your own life. Now, happiness and success depend on your determination and your dedication to create your own present and future. I come from a long line of hardworking farmers. I grew up in a goal-oriented, hardworking, super achiever, that's me, who honors every scar and every accomplishment. And with five mouths to feed, my parents couldn't afford to buy us new clothes for high school or offer us a college education. We had to figure out our own strategies for achieving our dreams. And from age 9 to 18, I carefully saved every penny I earned from raising chickens and selling their eggs for 30 to 50 cents a dozen to finance my own college degree. I worked as a field laborer for neighboring farmers picking and cutting fruit. And this paid about 20 cents for each 50-pound box. My grandparents bought me a sewing machine when I was a child, which I still use today. I've never gotten a new one. And I learned to sew, and that machine, by the way, it only goes backwards and forwards, but it's enough. I can do the rest by hand. I learned to sew, made all my own clothes and most of our household furnishings, and I've done this well into my adult years, and I'm still doing the household furnishings and window treatments, etc. And when I first wanted to travel, I worked for the airline so that I could get passes, or I sought out discount coupons. Well, so what I learned is where there is a way, and where there is a will, there is definitely a way, and I've always had that will. So I'm proud of my upbringing, and I'm glad I had to earn my way in the world because it was an investment in the ethics of work. It feels good to look back and know that I am where I am today because of the choices I've made throughout a lifetime. We each design our own lifestyles. Although most of the self-help books on the market today tell the message that if you are on your path, that the road should be easy. You know what? I completely disagree because I think it's hard. It's really hard. Living the dream, becoming successful, and in building integrity mean you show up and are willing to put in the time, the energy, the effort, and the hard work necessary to achieve your goals. I've had some extraordinary experiences, met incredible people, found myself in exotic lands for little or no cost, and enjoyed amazing opportunities, all because I was willing to take risks, ask questions, fall down, make mistakes, and follow through on promises. And that I know you can do too. So one tool that has helped me immensely that I use in my acting class is storytelling. And storytelling is as old as humankind and a strong tradition in our Italian family. So I always have felt that I learned more swiftly and easily by listening to true tales of trailblazers so that the instruction method is to teach by sharing examples of real life experiences. And I'm going to give you just a little bit of the gift of abundance I grew up on a farm, the eldest of five kids. Our parents taught us certain values, hard work, loyalty to family and friends, responsibility, and keeping your word. We learned to be independent and self-sufficient. And although we had few possessions and even less money, we were content in our simple natural surroundings. I can't imagine a better upbringing for a child. Our playground was vineyards, hills, and dales. Our companions were horses, cows, sheep, chickens, ducks, rabbits, dogs, and cats. 
And as we hiked the mountains and paddled the creeks, we pretended we were explorers, you know, discovering new worlds. We had caves to hide in. The mustard fields were our dollhouses. We drove tractors, plowed fields, picked fruit until our hands were raw, and the nearest neighbor children lived two miles away, so our life was mostly within our own family. Every season brought new adventures and excitement, preparing the vegetable garden in spring, going on camping trips in the summer, hay rides and harvest festivals in the fall, and enjoying the warming fires and holiday magic of winter. Life on the farm was fun, challenging, hard work, and full of promise. We didn't have fancy clothes, a pair of Levi's, a pair of boots, a couple of shirts, a school uniform, a good Sunday church outfit. Twice a year at Christmas and Easter, our Auntie Cleo would take us shopping and buy us a new outfit. Those were thrilling excursions. I learned to sew in high school so that I could have a bigger wardrobe. And since I was the oldest, my sisters inherited the handy downs. We always felt a sense of abundance, surrounded by delicious homegrown food, a close-knit family, plenty of trees, and land to roam. We were really rich in spirit, if not in money. So I want you to think about abundanza. Shut your eyes, imagine in vivid detail everything you feel you really need to have in a fulfilled life. Your list can be unique to you, but it may include loving relationships, children, animals, a home, food, clothing, car, enjoyable work, and so forth. And once you've surrounded yourself by everything you need, add some of the things you want. Open your eyes, get out your pen, and make three columns, what I need, what I want, and what I have. And then every day, write down the things that you give thanks for, sunrises, gardens, pillows. Recognize the abundance around you, and tell yourself frequently, I have abundance in all things. There is enough to go around. Work hard, dream hard, laugh hard, and live abundantly. And thank you all for being terrific listeners and joining Heather and I every week right here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. To get involved with the charity, Be the Star You Are, go to btsya.org or bethestaryouare.org. To book a consultation with Star Style, visit star-style.com or call 925-377-STAR. We hope that you cherish the past, dream of the future, but celebrate every moment of your life. And until next week, when we play again here on our Power Party, Remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, and I encourage you to be the star you are. Dream, create, inspire, make a difference. And we'll play next week. Have a great one. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.